From the Thai Cats Audio Network, this is Thai Cats Today with Braden Neville. I'm Lawrence Woods, and you listen to Thai Cats Today. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Thai Cats Today here on the Thai Cats Audio Network for this Wednesday, June the 14th, 2023. I'm Braden Neville, and the Thai Cats made some big announcements today regarding this year's Grey Cup festivities at Tim Hortons Field, and we will get to those in just a bit. But first, I wanted to talk to some members of this Ticats special teams. They had a solid game on Friday for the Cats, so I wanted to give some of the members of that special teams a little bit of love, catch up with them a bit. I chatted with Coach Jeff Reinbold, who coached his first regular season game since rejoining this season. Lawrence Woods, who had some great punt and kick return numbers in his first game of the season. And Carthel Flowers-Lloyd, who had that beautiful punt block that ended up being recovered by Omar Bayless for the Cats first touchdown of the game and that was sort of the catalyst for the turning point it was kind of what started the fire for the Ticats march back to almost tying the game unfortunately they did come up just short but it seemed like that's what sparked the fire so I wanted to chat with him about that and about the reaction of his teammates on the sidelines following that play before that we also spoke to coach O following today's practice just to catch up with him about this special teams and the upcoming battle with the Argos this Sunday. Yeah, it's, it's always a bit of a challenge until you see, because every team's different every year. Yeah, they have a, a common identity, but uh, there's always wrinkles. They've had, you know, lots of time to prepare for us. But, you know, we got to focus on ourselves and, and getting better in, in a lot of different areas. So, uh, yeah, I would say it posed a little bit of a challenge, but uh, it's, no, it's nothing we're focusing on. And on the special teams, they, they seem to have a positive game uh, on Friday. What have you noticed from that group so far um, just early on in this, the season and through training camp? Well, they, they uh, you know, we were able to get our offense the ball across the center line a few times, and I think that always bodes well uh, when you're trying to battle in field position. Those elements presented a little bit of win, but nothing that uh, we're not used to. And I think also that they just they play hard. You know, they came up with a big play, you know, Anytime you can block a punt, that's a big deal. You block a punt and score, that's a bigger deal. And so the, the biggest part about that is that's the past. You know, what are we going to do moving forward? It's about sustainability. Are we consistently getting better or are we staying the same? So uh, I, it was good to see us get rewarded for uh, hard effort, but uh, that's in the past. That was Coach O following practice. He spoke a bit on that special teams and what he's seen from them so far. And I spoke to the man making the calls on the special teams. That's coordinator Jeff Reinbold. All right, so coach, um, special teams was one of the highlights of that game on Friday. What did you notice from this group that, that you liked? Well, the first thing was they played hard. We didn't play particularly clean. You know, there were way too many penalties. We got That's going to be an issue. We got to clean it up. We, going forward, you know, we got to eliminate penalties. Just can't afford to lose field position you know in the three phases of the game you know there are times you can win games if one phase is struggling but those other two have got to pick it up I thought we did well making plays block punt for a touchdown you know another one that should have been a touchdown uh Sopic's gotten a lot of so has <laughs> got a lot of rising from his teammates we thought it was an offensive lineman carrying the ball but um you know for a yard away from another one and that's outstanding production but yet that's offset by the fact that we lost over 88 yards of field position due to penalties, and we and that's just not good enough. 
Now, Lawrence Woods, he had an excellent game, kick returns and punt returns. Um, what did you see from him in that game? Well, the same thing that we've seen from him for two years here. I, you know, when I came in, I looked at the tape and O said to me, he said, you're going to really like this kid. He's a little bit of a combination of Frankie and Speedy. Uh, he's got great acceleration like Speedy had, and he's fearless like Frankie was. So that you know, that's a nice combination. He'll run in what we call he'll run through the smoke when there's tacklers around him. He protects the ball, but he's not shy about you know getting upfield, and that's got to be the number one thing. So when you look at those kickoff returns that we had, I thought he did an extremely good job. One, he misread, and you know he'll get better at that as he does it more and more. But there's a kind of a synergy that happens between great returners, and I've had some really, really, I've been fortunate to have some really great ones all the way back to, you know, Gizmo Williams in, in the 90s. Um, and in all cases, there's a synergy where the guys that are blocking for him give just a little bit more because they know that he's capable of making a big play. It was like that with Speedy. It was like that with Eric Blunt. It was like that with, you know, Phil Pot when I was in BC. It was like that with every great returner that we've ever had. You know, those guys that the grinders, the guys that, you know, they're maybe their only plays or special teams plays know that they have a chance to make an impact on the game. And now that game coming up on Sunday, it's a rivalry game with the, the Toronto Argonauts. Everyone talks about the rivalry. What, does it make it a little bit different playing the team from down the field? Well, we got to look at it this way, I think. You know, and this is, O does a tremendous job, I think, of preparing our football team emotionally and mentally to go play. We have to recognize, take the lessons out of last week, flush it, go ahead, whether it's Montreal, Toronto, Ottawa – you know, it's two points, and that's the thing that we look at more than anything else. All of that rivalry stuff, obviously there's a tremendous history between the two football clubs, but for us, we got to focus on what we can control, and that's us and our preparation. And, you know, we don't control Toronto. We don't set their roster. We don't – I mean, that's that's their deal. Our deal is let's get us ready to play at our highest level, and if we do that, then I think we're going to be all right. If we don't, then they're, you know, they're a very good football team. They're defending Grey Cup champions. And, you know, that didn't happen by accident. That was Jeff Reinbold giving a little bit of perspective on his special teams group this year. And a huge member of that group, along with the defense, is Lawrence Woods. He stepped up this year and he had 106 yards on the return team, doing some damage on multiple ends of the ball on Friday. I spoke to him about that game, and I also spoke to him about the upcoming matchup with the Argos. Lawrence, um... You had a great game on the punt and kick return. You had 104 yards um, for, on six returns. Just tell me about what you felt was going right for you in that game on Friday. I mean, personally, for me, it's like um, the guys that, you know what I'm saying, we harp on the guys that's um, on the kickoff to the kickoff return team, the punt, punt return team. So basically we just telling them, hey, look, you know what I'm saying, we need to just get one block or then turn your hips towards, you know what I'm saying, where we returning. And, like, it just built confidence. Like, the first one just built – it just kept building and building and building more confidence for myself. And, like, um, I wanted to score every time. Every time I touched the ball, it just made me, like, feel like I could score regardless of if it was a, a bad call or not. And now this year with Coach Reinbold coming in, what have you noticed that he's maybe helped change about the culture of, of the special teams? Uh, he bring that Aloha culture. You know, he always, he up there in Hawaii and stuff. Well, down there, wherever y'all want to say it. But he down, uh, son, he bring a lot of different culture, you know. He bring it, um, how he talk about the all blacks all the time, and it's one one particular thing that all that's been sticking with me. And before I even came here, 
that uh, he really like noted on was Kaizen. Basically, uh, it's small incremental improvements every day. And that was something that my high school coaches had basically was doing the same thing with Ron was doing, bringing us like tips of like great teams or great like slogans to like try to like wrap yourself around so you could, you know what I'm saying, be better every day. Now that rivalry game on Sunday with the Argos, what's maybe a little bit different about playing the team from Toronto? I mean, you know, we want to we want to show them that we the dominant team in Ontario. You know, uh, down to QEW, you know, they always talking. You talking their rah rah stuff. They just won the Great Cup uh, last year, but you know, we coming out here. Um, we coming out here this Sunday to go show them, like, hey, look, we up here contending too. That was Lawrence Woods, and we moved from the vet. To the rookie, Carthel Flowers-Lloyd, a guy who made a big impact in that Winnipeg game, sparking the team with a huge punt block that turned into that Omar Bayless touchdown. And this was sort of the play that fired up the Ticats team, put the spark under them that they needed, and they nearly came back and erased that huge deficit. I spoke to him about his CFL debut, that upcoming matchup with the Argos, and more. All right, so I'm joined now by Carthel Flowers-Lloyd. You got that first bit of action in, that first game in the CFL. Uh, tell me a little bit about your experience in game number one. First of all, I'll just say it's a, it's a pleasure to be here and beyond grateful and all pleasure to God first. Um, but, you know, it's just what I worked my whole life for. Uh, special teams, whatever role you have on a team, you know you got to come to practice every day and practice how you play. And every day in practice we get done and they always take one off the foot always take one off the foot and I just had an opportunity to do what I had to do. <laughs> and now you've been getting to work with Jeff Reinbold, a legend and on special teams. Mm-hmm. So what have you learned from him so far in your time here in Hamilton? He's a great, great, great coach, um, great guy. And, um, you know, I just, the enthusiastic he has, the trust and belief that he has for me, you know, I just go out there and I just work and it's, 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 you know, I'm beyond grateful to have somebody that really believes in me like that, you know, so I just go out there and do what he teaches me to do. <laughs> And the adjustment period playing in the Canadian game, how, how has that been for you so far? Uh, if you practice how you play, you know, you go out there and you perform. So I don't really think that there's a huge adjustment. Um, I'm just doing my 112 now. Normally it would be a 111, but it's 112 now, so I just do my job. <laughs> and so you sparked the offense and, and then the defense and just the whole team in general with that huge punt block that uh, Omar Bayless ends up grabbing and getting a touchdown with just talk me through that play and how it went down yeah so when we were running out there a lot of the guys were like listen we need a big play and everybody you just got to believe that it's going to be you that makes that play you know even in college or high school I'm like I'm about to make the play I'm gonna make the play so uh, going out there I knew somebody was going to block it I honestly knew someone was going to block it and then when it turned out to be me um, I just put my hands out there Took full opportunity of what I had in front of me, blocked it, and did my little celebration. Like, I'm here, I'm here, I'm, yeah, I'm here, baby. <laughs> Great welcome to the league, really. Oh, for right? sure, for sure. Did you notice after that play the attitude maybe on the bench maybe switched a bit? Mm-hmm. Uh, being a, I believe my, my position right now is a designated impact. Um, from a guy who was signed to the practice roster and coming out to be a designated impact, that's what I was th- I'm there to do, you know, make an impact on special teams. So, when when I got to the sideline, nobody really knew who did it. And they're like, who did it? I'm hyped like me, like me. They was like, let's go, boy, keep making plays. And from that from that play on, everything just, you know, started to to, to fire up. Uh, you know, we have, a, we have a good team. And, you know, as long as we play in complimentary football, things like that's going to happen. Now we have the rivalry game between mm-hmm. the Toronto Argonauts and the mm-hmm. Hamilton Ticats this Sunday. What have you heard about this, this rivalry down uh, of the QEW here? 
Uh, it's just like pretty much every rivalry in, 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 in sports. And, you know, this is my first time in the CFL being able to actually play against them in regular season. I played against them in uh, preseason. And it's preseason. You know, you go out there, it's not really a fired up um, mm-hmm. rivalry match. But now it's like, yeah, it's, it's showtime. It's, it's showtime. And especially, you know, they're opening the game with us, uh, bringing out their championship stuff that they won last year, I believe. So, you know, that, that's going to fire us up a little bit more even even after our loss. So they, they're going to get a handful. <laughs> All right. So your game on Sunday, mm-hmm. are you are you looking to keep the streak alive, keep the keep the big plays coming here for that for that game on Sunday? Absolutely. That's 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 what I do, baby. So uh, they better be watching film, watching a lot of film and making sure they know where I am every play. That was Carthel Flowers Lloyd following today's practice. Now the Ticats released some big in-house news about this year's Grey Cup festivities and it's safe to say it will be bigger and better than ever. So much being announced today and I sat down with President and COO of Business Operations for the Hamilton Sports Group, Matt Afnick, to go over what we can expect from this year's festivities. Today, the Hamilton Sports Group has made an exciting announcement, announcing the new stadium experience happening right here at Tim Hortons Field for this year's 110th Grey Cup celebration. And with me today to talk about the celebration is COO and President of Business Operations, Mr. Matt Afnick. Matt, thanks for joining me today. Thanks for having me, Braden. Now, obviously, it's an exciting time, a big announcement. What can fans expect from this year's Grey Cup celebration? Well, today we announced the, uh, the vision for the stadium experience. And, you know, for, um, for us and, and delivering to our fans and our partners, the stadium experience is everything here at Tim Hortons Field. And, and you have a certain uh, responsibility to elevate that when it comes to something as significant and big uh, as the Grey Cup. And, you know, for us here, it's always been about a great social experience for people, their ability to walk, talk, socialize, be with their friends, um, have lots of things for kids to do. Uh, and I think our, our, the plans we've unveiled for Grey Cup um, support that kind of core business relative to how we try to deliver regular season games, but taking it to the next level uh, for something as significant as the Grey Cup. Now, with so much going on, we'll start at the south end of the stadium. We have the Grey Cup Social 2.0, the Touchdown Lounge Suites. Um, what can you tell me about what's going on in the south end of the stadium? Well, I think what we've done across the board and certainly in the South for sure um, is really try to use some of the innovation that we've seen over the big events we've hosted here at Tim Hortons Field uh, over the course of the last 16, 18 months, including obviously a Grey Cup, uh, the NHL Heritage Classic, World Cup Qualifier, uh, some music events, amongst others, and, and pro- applying some of those learnings and what we saw in the experience and bringing that all forward here for 110 Grey Cup. So uh, in the South, the, uh, the social uh, which was a huge success back in 2021, was really all on ground level in 21. This year we've decided to elevate it and we're actually going to have people um, built back on the fence line about uh, 25 feet in the air. So it's going to provide them a wicked view uh, to the field of play. There'll be food and beverage on the bottom there. Uh, we've also heard from the, the corporate community that uh, there was a willingness to get more premium seating into the venue. So we've built uh, a collection of about 12 suites that'll be located right on field level overlooking the field and creating a bit of a, a closed-in bowl feel. Uh, down there in the south. So lots going on in the south end. Now we have more seating on the sideline terrace. Where will people see that new seating? Yeah, so we actually have that innovation in place and, and fans can look for that at the first Tiger Cat game on, on June 23rd. But again, same spirit as those suites in the south of just uh, people looking for a social but premium experience. 
Um, and just the way Tim Hortons Field has been designed with the open concourses, the space lends itself perfectly uh, to the creation of those. And so those are up on level three concourse on the east side. Now there's stuff going on all over the field, including on the north end. Now that's kind of like the main stage, if you will, of the Grey yeah. Cup. What's going to be happening over there? Yeah, so fans can look forward to uh, what we call the Stelco North End for Tiger Cat Games. Uh, is where all the musical entertainment will happen for the 110th Grey Cup in November, uh, including the halftime show. So what we've done in the north is, is really um, the, the majority of the, the added capacity comes uh, in the form of the seats that are being out, built out there. So temporary seats are being built around essentially the video board uh, in the south. And that's a big part of our mix to get Tim Hortons Field from 24,000 seats to 31,000. Uh, for Grey Cup when you combine all of the things that we're putting in. So obviously it's going to be a much bigger uh, crowd than what we're used to here. Now if people want to find tickets um, that and they don't want to wait for July 1st, yep. uh, where can they go right now to buy tickets? Yeah, so two key dates. One are uh, obviously Tiger Cat season seat holders have, have first rights uh, to Grey Cup tickets and, and that obviously extends up till the public on sale date of July 1st. So if you want to get a Grey Cup ticket today, it's pretty easy. Uh, you just become a Hamilton Tiger Cat season seat holder. Um, and to the general public, tickets will go on sale uh, on July 1st at 10 a.m. Okay, so exciting times. Uh, that's the president and COO of the Hamilton Sports Group, Mr. Matt Affnick. Matt, thanks for joining me today, and we're looking forward to the 110th Grey Cup celebrations. We sure are. Thanks, Braden. Thanks. thanks again to Matt for joining me, and it's safe to say this year's Grey Cup is going to be one heck of a party, and hopefully, fingers crossed, we will see the home team there representing the East. A couple things before we go. If you're heading down to this Sunday's game in Toronto, make sure to stop by the Brazen Head Irish Pub on 165 East Liberty Street in Toronto to grab some pregame drinks with some fellow Ticats fans. That will be the spot to prepare for that rivalry matchup this Sunday with the Argos. Also, with Father's Day just around the corner, be sure to get your Father's Day merch from the Ticat shop to get up to 50% off select items. Big thanks to Matt for joining me today, along with Coach O, Jeff Reinbold, Lawrence Woods, and Carthel Flowers Lloyd. That's all the time for me today. Make sure to tune in next time on Ticats Today.